all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, welcome back to Body of Christ Real Talk. I'm doing a special quick short series on the bowl of confusion in the church and, and, and teach you a way that can help you understand how to understand the Bible and why you are so confused about the Bible. Okay. Hello, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Now, I want to piggyback what I left off on about the teachings of Paul. The first thing I want to say that I'm going to start off with on this show here is I want you to understand. And then I'm going to give you two uh, scriptures. Romans 16 and 25, which I mentioned earlier in my earlier shows and uh, Acts 3 and 21. I'm going to do that maybe in the next episode, but I won't, you know, so I can read them out to you. Or I want you to get those those two uh, verses now, if you can. Romans 16 and 25 and Acts 3 and 21. If I'm if I'm quoting the right uh, verses in Acts, but I know Romans 16, 25. I want you to get that, and I want you to get Acts 3 and 21. And if you have a Bible, please get those off. You can read them uh, verse by verse against each other or simultaneously. Either way you want, but just have that because I'm going to talk about that in the next one. But the reason I'm going there is what I'm going to talk about now is something you probably never heard before either, which is one of the mysteries of Paul. Paul's teachings, okay? Paul's 13 letters, listen very carefully, was never prophesied. Okay, what do I mean? Paul's letter was letters was never foretold by the prophets. What Paul teaches in his letters was never prophesied or foretold to happen. You, you understand what I'm saying? I want you to really get this in your head so I can get in your heart. The Apostle Paul's 13 letters, Romans through Philemon. This is very important. I'm going to help you so you, you should have some type of understanding where you are in the Bible. Was never prophesied, never foretold. Okay? Never predicted. The only group of people and letters and uh, history was predicted was the Jewish history, the Jews covenants, the kingdom program, the coming of the Messiah was foretold all through the Bible prophecy about the coming of Jesus, about the millennial reign of Christ, the kingdom. All those things was foretold. Through the prophets, Moses, David, and all that was foretold of what's going to happen during the millennial reign of Christ. See, all those things was foretold. The kingdom program, the kingdom set up, that they are coming Messiah. See, under the Israel program, under the Jewish program, was foretold. 
before the foundation of the world. See, Paul's letters, which is called a mystery, which means secret, was never foretold. It was hidden in God before the foundation of the world, before anything ever existed. What Paul is teaching was already hidden in God, but it was never revealed when the kingdom program was prophesied, Paul's letters and the message that he teaches in his 13 letters was never revealed to no one else. Listen closely, but him. By who? Jesus Christ. That's why it's very important to understand the two programs. I'm trying to get you in a little short, little 15 minute increments or 12 to 15 minute increments cliff note style of understanding why you're confused. See, now what's prophesied? Now I'm going to just get Jesus come to come a Messiah. That's all that is prophesied. Book of Isaiah talks about what Jesus is going to be doing, what will be some of the things and the signs he will be doing, signs and wonders and miracles and healings. All that is prophesied in the Bible through the old covenants. You know, after the fall of man through the old covenants, see the reign, the, the millennial reign of Christ, the, the kingdom, everything is focused on that rebuilding of the kingdom going, you know, even before the law, Abraham, uh, God told Abraham there will be a seed, not seeds, plural, but a seed. You know, he would become the father of many nations, Abraham, that would. But everything is prophesied about the coming Messiah. So when the Messiah finally came. And the books, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John came out of that. You know, the mostly the talk was about the millennium kingdom. It wasn't about the becoming Messiah anymore. Why? Because Jesus was on earth now. So Jesus just lifted up himself as God and the son of God. That prophecy was fulfilled and it was written in the four gospels. That was fulfillment of the coming Messiah. You understand what I'm saying? That was prophesied in the past through the books of Isaiah and all of them. Prophesied about Jesus coming. Jesus came on earth. Jesus fulfilled what he was going to do on earth. Jesus was cut short, according to the book of Daniel, called to 70 weeks, which I can't get into all that now because it even gets confusing to me. And I'm still learning that. But Jesus done his earthly duties on, if I can call it that, on the earth. So that was that was fulfilled. See. Jesus death was fulfilled. How he was going to die. See, all that was fulfilled. The resurrection of Jesus. All, see, I'm trying to get you to understand all that was prophecy was fulfilled under the kingdom program, under the covenants, under Israel's program. You understand what I'm saying? The second coming of Christ was prophesied. They call him a lot of times in the Old Testament, the day of the Lord. Jacob's troubles, all those meanings in the Bible, especially the King James Bible, it's just talking about the same thing, the second coming of Christ. Now, the second coming of Christ that was prophesied, Jesus will set his foot on earth again, which is the only the second time Jesus will only set his foot on earth to set up his millennium kingdom. After he do his wiping out in the seven year tribulation, he's going to set up the millennium kingdom and he will set his foot on earth and the Mount of Olives, the same area that he left. 
he would set his foot back there, which would start an earthquake and different things like that, et cetera, et cetera. So Jesus' second coming, he will physically step his foot back on ground, dirt, earth. Okay. All this was prophesied. See, that's prophecy. See, the Bible talks about what will lead up to the prophecy. The majority of all the prophecy has been fulfilled. The majority of all, except the seven year tribulation and the second coming of Christ, the reign and stuff like that. But everything else just about been fulfilled when it came to prophecy. Okay, you understand that? All this is the Israel is under the Jewish calendar. This is the Jewish calendar. Okay, no Gentiles. This is the Jewish calendar prophecy so you go all from all what i said to the second coming of christ that's jewish calendar prophecy now something is missing i'm gonna let you think about that what's missing through all that i said what's missing the rapture of the church and you notice I didn't say that I didn't say nothing about the catching away or the rapture of the church through none of that little breakthrough or run through I just gave you. Correct. I didn't mention the rapture of the church. Why? Because the rapture of the church is not prophesied. It has nothing to do with the Jewish calendar. You might say, well, well, well I'm confused. Yes, that's why I'm trying to get out of out of this boat of confusion. The rapture of the church is not mentioned in prophecy. See. And I'm going to get into that later on down the line the best way I can. Why? See? See, what I just went through, if, it if the Jews would have accepted Jesus as their Messiah, all those things would have went through then. The tribulation period, he would have came back and set up his messianic kingdom and reign. All that would have still been fulfilled. What would have happened to everybody else, Gentiles? I don't know. I'm going to try to help out on that the best way I can. But God knew. God knew they was not going to obey. So he always had that hidden in him. I'm going to talk about what I mean, what's hidden, what was hidden in him before the foundation of the world. So if it would have been some type of obedience, I'm getting into that later uh, because I don't have much time. All that would have been set up and that would have happened thousands of years ago, the tribulation period and everything. If Israel would have accepted Jesus as their Messiah, but they did not. They never even made it out of Jerusalem to do or even start the Great Commission, which is for the Jews as well. The Great Commission. They never really got out of that. When Jesus said in Matthew 28 and Matthew uh, also 16, when Jesus said, go out to the world and, you know, and to the, but he said Jerusalem, Judea. Then he said Samaria and the other parts of the world. They never made it out to the Gentile lands. That commission was never fulfilled. That will that will be fulfilled later on by who? The 144,000, which would be 12,000 Jews from each tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel. See? That was all prophesied. The rapture was not in that. The rapture was not in that plan. The rapture, no one knew nothing about the rapture. They didn't know nothing about it. The past prophets, nobody knew nothing about the catch of the way of the church of the rapture because rapture was never part of a prophecy. There was never signs and things that was going to happen first before the rapture, because the rapture is what? Mystery. You see what I'm saying? Mystery, secret. The rapture is a mystery. 
Okay, I know you're somewhat confused. Now, why is I'm going here? The one of the big reasons that the confusion of the church is because, first of all, they put the body of Christ and the kingdom Jewish messianic program together. You see what I'm saying? And when you put them together, you you bring a bowl of confusion of the rapture and the second coming, or there is no rapture, there's just a second coming. You, you, you follow what I'm saying? Because of that confusion, you put in mystery, something that was never exposed or prophesied, you line it, you putting that together with something that was prophesied. You putting something that nobody in the, else in the Bible knew about was something that most people knew about. And you expect it to come out correctly. No. That's why there's so much confusion with signs and wonders and miracles and the second coming of Christ and the rapture of the church. Because many people don't understand that Paul's letters was not prophesied. They are different. They was meant to be different. And they was for another program, another group of people. You understand that. See, I'm trying to make it as simple as I can. Now, the only thing after I do all this and I do do this quite a bit, it's just you don't want to accept it because I'm making it plain and simple. You just don't want to accept it. OK, and I can't do nothing about that. That would be between you and God because I, I put it out there. So I'm not trying to force you or beat you upside the head. I'm just letting you see, you know, what's going on, why you are confused when it comes to signs, wonders, or the second coming of Christ compared to the rapture, and why you think the second coming is the rapture, or the rapture is the second coming. Now, uh, the rapture itself, Jesus is coming, and I'm going to get into this later on, but he will not, he will not set his foot on the earth, you see? I'm explaining. Jesus came the first time he came and set his foot on earth and done his ministry in the four Gospels. OK, <clears throat> Jesus is coming again after the resurrection. He's coming again under only Paul teaches this. See, and he will come again, but he will not set foot on the earth. He will call the church up the body of Christ. Jesus is only going to step foot on earth twice. His first coming and his second coming. What's missing is the in-between. He don't set his foot on earth three times, like some teachers might teach. His first coming, his first earthly ministry, and his second coming, both of them. He's going second coming, which uh, is after the seven-year tribulation. Jesus will set his foot on earth again, only twice, not three times. I'm going to get into more detail of that why in the next Body of Christ Real Talk. God bless you. Until then, peace out. Love y'all. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.